What's going on, Gym Rats? This is Mr. Fundamental. This is the Game Point Podcast. Thank you for joining me this week. We got lots to talk about. NFL, we got some Major League Baseball news, of course. We had it earlier today, and we're going to talk NBA, and we're going to even go in the future and talk some free agency talk as well. Like I said, this is Game Point with Mr. Fundamental Podcast. I come out with this once a week. We just talk general sports, rumors, and everything. I'm on Facebook Live, so any of my friends on Facebook Live, they will chime in, and I'll read them out loud, their comments, and we'll go back and forth. But also, you guys can check me out. So if you got Spotify and you're sitting in your car and there's no good music on, just search up Game Point with Mr. Fundamental. My goofy face will show up, play one of my podcasts, and let your ears just enjoy the sports. So thank you for joining me today. I have two sponsors now, which is a, a good thing to have. Obviously, one of my sponsors is JT Enterprises, and the other is Road to Elite Sports. They're Houston-based companies, and we'll talk about those guys more as well. I hope I sound well. For you guys watching on Facebook Live, please give me a thumbs up. Like I said, this is the podcast. You can find me on Google Podcast, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and Spotify. All you have to do is search up Game Point with Mr. Fundamental, and there I will be. And please listen, please like. I enjoy you guys watching and listening as well. This is what I love to do, talk sports. So we're going to get into it right away. Manny Machado signed a 10-year, $300 million deal with the San Diego Padres. So finally, one of our superstars in Major League Baseball is finally signed to a team. And San Diego, of all teams, 10 years, $300 million deal. Let me tell you something, man. $300 million is a ton of money. And a, a lot of uh, broadcasters and, and people such on ESPN were saying, you know, it's a little risky doing 10 years, $300 million on a Manny Machado. Um, I beg to differ. I know they were comparing those contracts to Alex Rodriguez as well as uh, Albert Pujols. But when those guys signed their contracts, they were in their 30s. So their contracts were ending more when they are getting – when they're on their downfall. So, you know, $30 million a year for a guy that's not producing their last three years is pretty tough. But what I brought out about Manny Machado and Bryce Harper was they both are 26 years old. So when they're done with the 10-year deal, when Manny Machado's done with his 10-year deal, he'll be 36, 37 years old. So let me know what you guys think about that. Is it a good signing for San Diego? Does it make him a contender? Definitely it does not make him a contender. I still believe if they don't make any more signings, you know, Manny Machado will help the team. It's a great piece to build around. Um, it'll help that market out. And But they're not going to even make the playoffs this year if they just stay put where they are and just have Manny Machado. There are some little rumors saying that San Diego might even go after Bryce Harper as well. And that would be a shock. Uh, Bryce Harper is still a free agent. And uh, let me tell you something. I'm shocked. You know, there's a team in New York, not named the Yankees, that I'm surprised that that team, the New York Mets, has not jumped on Harper. This is what's crazy to me. Here you are. You're a big market team in New York. And it seems like they are just satisfied of being the little sister of the New York Yankees. Now, tell me if I'm wrong. Is that is that smart business? I mean, New York Mets, 
huge market. They should be able to afford any player they want. And they can take Harper away, sign him, and, and get things going. But for years, this team has just been horrible. And for a big market team like that to be bad is just bad business. So I think the Mets should definitely go after Harper. I think the Mets, I think, you know, Harper would fit great in, in that Big Apple. It would be great for him business-wise as well, you know, because it's such a big market. And the New York Mets, they need to step up, man, because here you go. you got the Yankees on the other side winning divisions, going to the playoffs year after year, and here as the Mets, you're doing nothing. But that, that, that gets me to, uh, you know, going back with uh, San Diego, and Manny Machado signing. It's a good it's a good signing for the Padres, but obviously they need more. You know, obviously, like when you talk about in the NBA, if you get one superstar player, it can really turn your fortunes around. But in baseball, it's a little different because you cannot win with just one hitter or just one pitcher. So I ask you, I asked Jim Rats at home, listening to the podcast, who holds more weight when it comes to a free agent signing? Let's say you only you're a small market team and you only had the money to sign one player for like $30 million a year, would you do it on a pitcher or would you do it on a hitter like a Manny Machado? Here's what I think. I really think in baseball, I think a pitcher holds more weight just to the fact they pitch every fifth day. So obviously he's, he's going to be pitching in 20% of your games. And then if you make the playoffs, really, you only have three or four starters, sometimes only three, where you have your ace pitching game one, game four, and game seven in the playoff series if everything goes right. So you've gotten him pitching three games. So I think that would hold more weight. But you can't just win with one, and, and, and that's my point. Uh, Manny Machado signing with the Padres, huge for the Padres. Now they can need to make more moves. I'm shocked by this move because San Diego's not known as a big market team. But kudos to them. And finally, hopefully, now Major League Baseball can just get going, get Bryce Harper signed, get all these other 100 free agents signed, and get the ball rolling. At least now San Diego has something to be exciting about, excited about with you know, Manny Machado signing over there so season ticket holders can go ahead and buy those season tickets up. Because, like I said, with all these free agents been sitting around doing nothing, you don't know what team's going with or which player's going where, it, it's tough on Major League Baseball and selling tickets. Like, a week ago, would you buy a San Diego ticket for baseball? I wouldn't. Season tickets? No way. And that's why they need to change the free agent market and have deadlines just like the uh, NFL and the NBA does. So congrats to Manny Machado signing the 10-year $300 million deal. I wish I had a 10-year $30 million deal for anything, but $300 million, boy, that's a lot of money, man. That, I, kudos to him. And uh, hopefully, like I said, Major League Baseball can move on and get Bryce Harper signed. So I'm challenging the New York Mets if you're listening to this, which I know you're not, but maybe one day you will. You need to make moves instead of being the little sister of the Yankees and just doing nothing every year. It's not good for your team. Other news we got to move on to. And before I do, let's uh, give some shout outs to my sponsors. We got JT Enterprises, they're a construction company here in the greater Houston area. If anybody's looking, 
uh, t to do a roof, do some remodeling for the spring, you know, spice up the yard, get new fence, whatever you need. Call JNT Enterprises General Contracting. Call Travis 713-419-2582. Also sponsored by Road to Elite Sports. This is a rec league for men's in the North Houston area. They got leagues coming out Friday. This Friday, actually, and the deadline's tomorrow. So if any of you players want to play some basketball here, get a team in. Go to rtetagsports.com and check out the leagues they're going for. Live stream games, great action. Check it out anytime. Now we're going to move on. Here, the biggest news over the weekend was obviously Colin Kaepernick and the NFL getting a deal done to end his squash with the NFL. You know, social injustice was what he was talking about. Uh, obviously, the league being smart said, guess what? We don't want any, any details coming about this. Uh, no details about how much it will be. I was actually shocked about this. I really don't care how much money he got. I'm pretty sure he got a ton of money. I would say 50 to $100 million, which is plenty for him. Um, the one thing I'm kind of bothered by, by this, there's a couple things I'm bothered by this. And, and for you guys watching at home, or you know, go ahead and chime in and let me know if I'm on it or not. But here's what I see. First off, you know, the NFL, man, all they care about is their brand. So what they wanted to do with this buyout or whatever it is, is just sweep it under the rug and let it be. Because this whole Colin Kaepernick situation, the social injustice was a black eye on the NFL. First, they did not handle it well. And that's one thing that I have to say about the NFL compared to other teams, or excuse me, other leagues. They don't handle these things well whatsoever. You know, they still don't even have a policy in place if you have to stand for the national anthem. See, the NBA, the players, they locked arms, but they weren't allowed to take a knee because it was in the rules. So therefore, if they took a knee, they would have got fined. The NFL didn't have this rule. Therefore, that's just, this is why Colin Kaepernick did take a knee. And he did it for a good reason. But here's the problem I have with this deal. Number one, I know they can't say anything. And I don't care about the money. I don't care how much he got paid. But I would love to know a few things. One, is he allowed to play again? I know his lawyer did say that he does want to play again. With that said, do I think that he is good enough to play in the NFL? Yes, I do. When you guys, when you got guys backups like Peterson, you know, uh, backups that have no business in the NFL, I think that Colin Kaepernick is better than a lot of those backups. Do I think he's a starter? No, I don't. I don't think he's a starter. His last 19 games he started, his record was 3-16. and 16. And a lot of people were saying that the NFL really blackballed him, and they did. They did blackball him. A lot of owners did not want to sign him because of what came with it. And for a backup quarterback, I can understand where the owners are coming from because, you know, why are you going to have a circus for the backup quarterback? Now, if he was a talent like a Tom Brady or a Rodgers, I'm pretty sure – that someone would have signed him, even with the circus that came around. I mean, look what Kareem Hunt got. Kareem Hunt just kicked the girl outside an elevator and whooped her butt and, and was cussing at her. And guess what? Someone signed him. Why did they sign him? Because his talent outweighed what the circus or the, 
the backlash that Cleveland might get. In Kellen Kaepernick's situation, he was pretty much done as a starter. Therefore, no team was going to take that risk of having a backlash of signing him as a backup quarterback. Now, do I think that he'll get signed? I'm not really sure because this is the question I have from Colin Kaepernick now. And this is what kind of bothers me about this situation. Now, let's think about this. He took a knee for social injustice. And, and, and I do agree with why he did it. And I think athletes, they have a platform that they can really speak out about social injustices and, and, and things like that. And he did so. But let's go back now. Ever since he's taken that knee... He hasn't said much. You know, he hasn't been in the media even after he was out the NFL. You know, he even received an award not too long ago, but he hasn't said much on this social injustice anymore. And here's the problem I have with this. Let's say he does get a job in the NFL. Cowan Kaepernick, do you stand? Will you stand for the national anthem? Because I guarantee you the NFL is not going to let you kneel. Now, the NFL did say that if you're out there, you have to stand, but you don't have to be out there. So I would think Colin Kaepernick would like stay in the locker room. But let's think about this now. What happens if he goes out there and he stands? What message is that going to bring to the people that actually followed him on this social injustice issue? And this is the problem I have. This is the question I would love to hear. This is why I wish he would come out and speak more. I know he cannot speak about the deal that he has with the NFL, but if you really believe in something, see, he led a charge. He led a charge on social injustice, right? And a lot of people backed him. And, and, and like I said, it, it needed to be brought up. He did a great job in bringing it up, but I don't think he's done a great job and keeps speaking on it. So here, here's Colin Kaepernick. Let's say he does come back to the NFL, right? And he stands for the national anthem. What are you perceiving to the people that you led in this, the people that backed you up, the people that said, yes, Colin, you're right. There are social injustices in the United States, but now all of a sudden you get paid money and you're not going to stand for it anymore? I mean, that's just like, you know, if you remember the movie Forrest Gump, you remember when he was running and he was running across America and he had a bunch of people around him. And all of a sudden, one day he goes, I think I'll go home now. And you heard all those people. What do we do now? What do we do now? Same thing here in a way. You, you led a, a, a force of social injustice. And I hope to God, if you do come back, you stand for what you still believe. Now, you're not going to break any NFL rules, but if you actually stand for the national anthem, and then when people ask you, so what about the social injustice, what, you cannot tell them, well, me and the NFL are good. They paid me off. I'm good, so I'm done. Can't do that. Not if you led something like this. You got people that backed you up. So that's the questions I have for him. Will he kneel? I think he should speak out on it still. I, he Obviously, he can't talk about the deal, like I said, but he needs... To, for the people that followed him to say, hey, you know, I did my part. I wanted to, you know, wash my hands of the NFL, but I still believe we have social injustices in the United States, and I will still speak out on it. I just cannot speak out on the NFL's platform. I think if you – do I think he'll get signed for a team? There are some teams that they said that they connected him to, Carolina, the 
Panthers being being one. I see Tammy Dill saying hello. Hi, John Lowe. Tell me when I said hi. So Tammy Dill, to everyone on the podcast, she says hi. And she has, a, a, I believe, a, a, a hair product that she sells. So, you know, it's for ladies, you know, to help their hair get stronger and grow hair and stuff like that. So make sure you guys check that out. So what's up, Tammy? But moving on to Cal and Kaepernick, like we were, like I said, um, Carolina Panthers were uh, having some interest in him to be a backup. The thing is, I still think since he is a backup, I don't think he's going to get a job. I really don't. Uh, just because the owners, you know, it might not be worth the risk because of what's going to come with it. Because you know the very first game, you're going to have 8,000 cameras there for the first game to see if he actually stands or kneels for the national anthem or if he goes in the locker room. So, like I said, I, I congratulate Colin Kaepernick in getting it done. I'm still not too pleased on how the NFL does it. I think they're what they're trying to do is pay him off, wipe it under the rug, get rid of it, and just be done with it. Um, but it's still an issue. Social injustice is here in the NFL, uh, or excuse me, in the United States. And I'm hoping people like Kaepernick and other leaders will continue to use a platform the right platform, of course, and keep speaking out on it. Because like I said, this country, you know, is a great country. I love our country, but we still have problems that we always need to address and we need to talk it out as people as well. So that's Callan Kaepernick right there. With that said, anybody that plays basketball in the Houston area, and I know that I'm podcasting over the United States, but, you know, I got to take my sponsors when I get them. Road to Elite Sports. Check them out in uh, RTE tag. RoadToLeadSports.com, and you can sign up for men's basketball leagues. They have them on Fridays, which is starting this Friday. They have a Saturday UCL. They have a Tuesday's 35 and older Masters, and they have a Wednesday UCL as well. So sign up, check it out on the website, and you can sign up for those leagues. It's a great league. They do, they take all your stats. They do um, live broadcast on Facebook Live. With commentating by me and some others, you got Pagea and also a guy named Jason. He does the announcing as well. It's a great league to be into, so make sure you guys check that out. So we're going to move on from the NFL, and we're going to get straight into the NBA because you know I love basketball. You love basketball. We all love basketball. So here we go on the NBA. Obviously, All-Star Weekend. Let me know what you guys think about how All-Star Weekend went. Obviously, I'm, I'm not a very big fan of All-Star Weekend. I'm not really a big fan of any All-Star Weekends. You know, Major League Baseball, you know, um, brings a little intrigue, you know, because, you know, it's pitching versus hitting, uh, stuff like that. But still, they, they're not still they're not getting them in their all. I mean, NFL is the biggest joke of all All-Star games, you know, the Pro Bowl, especially when a lot of the Pro Bowl guys are going to the Super Bowl anyway. Uh, NBA, the game itself, you know, like I said, I'm not too impressed with no playing defense. I mean, I guess if you're a fan at the game, it'd be kind of fun because you get to see some uh, cool alley-oops and dunks like you saw. I think it was Kyrie to uh, the Greek Freak. That was one great uh, oop right there that we saw. But the game itself, you know, 155 to whatever it was, you know, over 150 points for just about every team. That's just not my cup of tea because, you know, like I said, they're not competing. They compete a little bit in the fourth quarter, but they're not competing. But I think overall the All-Star Weekend – 
you know, still did well. I thought the three-point contest was great, you know, very competitive. The dunk contest, you know, we got to change it up, the dunk contest, people. I'm telling you, uh, the one thing I don't like about the dunk contest is you get to have all these misses. And I'm not just talking about misses where they miss a dunk, but they even have attempts where they actually don't try to dunk, and that doesn't even count as attempt. You know, so, so we had one contestant, he had like five attempts, you know, and you already know what the dunk's going to be. And it takes the luster out of it, you know, when you're missing dunks like that. So they got to change the rules like, man, you missed two dunks. It's done. You're done. Move on. Because I, I'm sick of seeing the, uh, the, you know, all these missed dunks. I mean, the dunk over Shaq was actually really nice. I thought that was a great dunk. Uh, he did push on the shoulder a little bit, uh, but really that was the best dunk. I mean... But here's here's it's going to be. And, and Ghanis, the, the Greek freak, even said he said that he'd be willing to join the dunk contest next year. And Donovan Mitchell chimed in later that day saying, if you go in, I'm in. This is what I this is what I'm about. This is what it should be about. The dunk contest needs stars. To intrigue, I mean, you're talking, I mean, Dennis Smith Jr., you know him a little bit, obviously. He's an up-and-coming guy in his second year. I mean, he was in a dunk contest last year. High fire for a guy his height. He was kind of exciting. But it's not exciting. You need that star power. So I'm hoping the Greek freak will come up on his prom, not his promise, but, you know, saying that he would be in the dunk contest. I hope he does. And then I hope Donovan Mitchell comes up and says, okay, I'm in it too. The more star power you get, uh, the better it is for the NBA and the dunk contest as well. Until then, you're just getting these no-name players and rookies you barely know. It, it is no fun. So hopefully that will happen. And I know the problem with it. I mean, this is like uh, when when Blake Griffin did it. I mean, he had star power, you know, so it was a great dunk contest. I mean, Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine, even though I mean, they weren't household names, they were really high-flying dunkers, so that really helped that one. Uh, this year, like I said, the only high-flyer was really Dennis Smith. The other guys were really tall, you know, and – they just didn't have, you know, all that pizzazz and that star power to really hype it up. So the, you know, overall it was a good weekend. Like I said, three point contest was 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 really competitive, and I like that. Skills challenge is a skills challenge. I understand why they have the skills challenge, but it's not very exciting. But you know, it's part of the weekend and what it is. But so NBA overall had had a good weekend. It was fun. You know, everybody was talking about the one news that did come out of that weekend there, which is good news for me as being a Celtic fan, but AD, they asked AD, why didn't you want to, why don't, won't you resign for the Celtics if you go to Boston? Why isn't that one of your preferred destinations? Well, this is what he said. He said, I never said that. He would actually go to Boston and play. And this opens the door wide open for the Celtics to trade for Anthony Davis and Anthony Davis to be a Celtic next year. It opens the door wide open. I thought the Celtics would trade for him anyway, but now knowing that he would resign for the Celtics or be willing to resign for the Celtics just opens the door even more. Now there's going to be some things that got to play out because a lot of people are saying, well, Kyrie Irving, he wants to go to New York. He might not stay with Boston. You know, because a week earlier he said, don't ask me about my free agency. Ask me in July. When early in the season, he said he was going to sign for Boston. Now, a lot of things got to take place. Obviously, if the Celtics trade for AD, I think 
Kyrie Irving will re-sign with the Celtics right away. On top of that, I also it's also going to depict on if the Celtics go far. If the Celtics go out in the first two rounds and Kyrie Irving is mad, he probably will bolt to New York, no matter what, with Anthony Davis aboard or not. So there's going to be a lot to talk about. Now, with that said, how does that affect the Lakers, man? The Lakers struck out big time in the trade market. And now here you have the Lakers sitting in the 10th spot at 28 and 29. I believe they're three games back of the eighth place clips, you know, who are not getting, they're not, even though they traded Tobias Harris, they are not giving up that spot. They're still playing great basketball. Doc Rivers is earning his stripes again as a coach on that team. But that's not even the team I'm worried about. I still think the Clips will fall out the playoffs. I think the Sacramento Kings will be the eighth seed. I think LeBron and the Lakers are out. They're a mess over there. What they're doing to Luke Walton is wrong. I think Luke Walton, you know, he might not be a championship coach now, but he is a good coach. But he's a dead dog, dead dog, duck walking. Sorry, I couldn't say duck for a second. He's a dead duck walking. I mean, you already heard reports that the locker room is just not sold on Walton. And, and, and this is not good from the top down. Now, when Magic took over, Walton wasn't in place. So first off, Walton's not Magic's guy. Obviously, you know, he's not LeBron's guy. And this is and this is tough for him because he knows at the end of the season. I'm, I'm guaranteeing you, he might last a season, but he will not be the Lakers coach next season. So the Lakers got a lot of questions to ask. Rumors or reports have also came out that LeBron's grind is not all the way healthy. And I know at 80% LeBron is still probably a top three player in the NBA, but they need 100% LeBron with this team to get to the playoffs. So if you Lakers fan, you're looking into next year, what can we get? What's on the free agent market? And this is where it's going to get interesting, folks, because we're going to play a little game right now on this show. We're going to go after it. And, we're, and I'm going to do some prediction. We're going to do the early predictions because I know during the NBA season, we talked about it last week. The season's going to get on now. I told you who I think is going to make the NBA championship. I still think it's going to be Celtics. I still think it's going to be the Golden State Warriors. But let's do what all analysts do. Let's do what ESPN does. Let's just look f way forward. Let's look at the summer of all these free agents and free age and where they're going to go and how that's going to affect the Lakers because the Lakers definitely need, especially with LeBron, to get someone over there or poor LeBron is going to spend his last years in Lakerville like Kobe did, losing, losing, and losing some more. And that would be tough for LeBron. But okay, I'm going to go over 15 top free agents, okay? I'm going to name them all out first. And then we're going to go over uh, each one and where I think where they're going to go, okay? And you guys can chime in on the Facebook guy. Let me know if that's where you think they should go or not. Um, if no one chimes in, that's fine. I know a lot of people like to listen to the podcast and the car instead since it is, you know, 30 to 55 minutes long. So let's go with it. Now, some of these guys got options. Some of these guys are restricted. I'll kind of let you know. KD, obviously, he has an option, but he's going to opt out. He's going to be a free agent as number one. Kawhi Leonard is a free agent. Kyrie Irving can opt out of his and free agent. 
Jimmy Butler's a free agent. Clay Thompson's a free agent. Call Anthony Towns. Restricted. Przingis, he's restricted. You also got DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, Al, Al, Al Harford, he can opt out of his contract. Kemba Walker's a free agent. Chris Middleton's a free agent. Eric Bledsoe is a free agent. Tobias Harris is a free agent as well. Paul Millslap, he has a team $30 million option. So there's a team option on his, so he can become a free agent. And you got DeAndre Jordan. So now we're going to play where all these guys are going to go next year. So we're going to start from the top, number one guy, Kevin Durant. Now, a lot of rumors have been saying, oh, yeah, he's going to New York with Kyrie. He's going to L.A. with LeBron. Where do you guys think he's going to go? Chris Gonzalez, where do you think that KD will go next year? Lolio, where do you think KD will end up next year? This is a big story. What I think, looking at what the uh, Golden State Warriors have, and we're just going to jump to it. So we're going to jump to number five as well, Clay Thompson. I think a lot's going to have to do with where Clay Thompson goes because if you look at the Golden State Warriors and their cap situation, right now they're at $145 million, the second highest payroll in the NBA. Next year... They drop considerably. Now, Clay Thompson, he's going to want a max deal. Now, you already have Stephon Curry with the max deal. And it, 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 it is, you know, you have Kevin Durant. He'll be on a max deal. And then, obviously, if you got Clay Thompson, that's three guys on a max deal. And then you still got DeMarcus Cousins who's going to want some money. They ain't going to be able to keep them all. And KD's done a pretty good job this year in, you know, hiding – like, you know, he's been a good guy saying, you know, I'm just worried about this year. Don't talk to me about free agency. But what do you guys think? Here's what I think. If you're the if you're the Golden State Warriors, you got to do whatever in your power to re-sign KD because KD is still one of the best, baddest boys on the planet in the game of basketball. And I really think that he's – there's three spots I think he'll go. That I think that he'll go one is staying with Golden State two is New York because I think it does intrigue him especially if he can team up with another star and be in New York and Madison Square Garden I think that means would mean a lot to him especially that he can he can say that he led his own team to the championship I think deep down inside KD did I mean obviously he did take some shots for joining Golden State and a lot of people are like well you know it's still Curry's team he just you know, joined the ready-made championship team. He didn't earn those championships. So I think New York would be number one on that list, barely. Uh, Golden State would be number two. And then the last but not least, I think, is the L.A. Clippers. Let me tell you something, guys. The L.A. Clippers, if I were the L.A. Lakers, would scare me to death. L.A. Clippers is all known. They're the little sister of the L.A. teams of the to the L.A. Lakers. But this is not like the New York Mets like I mentioned earlier. They don't want to be the little sister. They got a guy named Jerry West over there leading that charge. And guess what? He's going to bring in winners. They're set up well. I mean, you if you look, and you can look on, they have a, a website called hoopshype.com. And they actually show each team's 
salary cap. What's it going to be a year from now, 10 years from now, and whatever. And L.A. Clippers, just like the L.A. Lakers, they have some space under the cap. And they got a great leader in Jerry West. And that's where I can see KD going as well. And he's going to team up with somebody that I'll mention a little later that's on this free agent list too. And that is the number two guy, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard has already talked about he does want to be in L.A. And I don't think he cares if it's the L.A. Lakers or the L.A. Clippers. But I think, you know, there are some rumors that said he doesn't want to play with LeBron. I believe those are true. I think you could pretty much bank it. I put about 90% that Kawhi Leonard, no matter how far he goes with Toronto, is going to L.A. Because, number one, Kawhi Leonard's won a championship. You know, so he's not like it's championship hungry. I think in his eyes, he has nothing to prove as a player or a winner. Because when he won with San Antonio, I think he was the man in San Antonio at that time, even though they had the other guys over there. But they were on the downfall in the career, and I think he was the driving force in their championship. I think Kawhi Leonard is a definite, definite go for LA Clippers, which this could intrigue Kevin Durant to play for the Clippers as well. Think about it. You got a great coach who has championship experience in Doc Rivers. You got some young pieces over there. Um, and you sign Kawhi and KD. Guess who the big brother of LA will be? The big brother of LA will be the Clippers next year. So you got to watch up with that. You know, you definitely have to watch out. Watch out for the LA Clippers. Next on the list is number three is Kyrie Irving. And I know, like I said, I'm a Celtic fan. I might play Homer a lot. And I think is if you told me to bet money that he would stay in Boston, I don't think I can go 100% on it. Just because Kawhi is a type of player, like, you know, to me, he's kind of like a bipolar, a bipolar player. And, you know, he just, he, he flips and flops his mind a lot. I think this year he's learning how to lead. And, and it's been tough for him. That's one of the reasons why he called LeBron to apologize and saying, hey, man, this is tougher than you thought being a leader. You know, um, but with that said, I think it's going to have a lot to do how the Celtics finish this year. If the Celtics go out in the first two rounds, I think there's a good chance he will bolt to New York where he grew up and he loves. But if they go further, Eastern Conference Finals or especially the Finals, I think he'll say. And then with also me saying that AD will be going to Boston, I think that will help his hand a little bit because Kyrie still wants to win. And even with AD aboard in Boston, Kyrie will still be the captain. He'll still be the numero uno dude in Boston. So I still think that Kyrie will stay, but I think it depends on how the Celtics finish this year. If they finish with a dud, he might think about leaving. But I think he'll stay. Number four is really interesting, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is one of those players, you know, he's 29 going on 30. He's going to be looking for a max deal. Um, and I think that's tough for some teams because of what type of player and a locker room guy he is. I mean, he came to Philly and was already ruffling feathers with the head coach and what kind of offensive sets they were running and stuff like that. Tell me that there's something wrong with that. Jimmy Butler, where do you think he will go? Obviously, he's going to want to get the most money possible. I know a lot of guys here in Houston want Jimmy Butler here, but Houston couldn't sign, couldn't afford me to play for the team. They have no cap space. So, therefore, where do you think Jimmy Butler will go? Jimmy Butler, 
he could be a dark horse to go to the L.A. Clippers as a second star. Let's say they get Kawhi Leonard and KD stays put in Golden State. I can see the L.A. Clippers going after him. Also, there's one team that I think that could make some noise, especially with their all-star center in Orlando. I think maybe Orlando might take a stab at a max contract for a Jimmy Butler. Do I think he will stay in Philly? I think he may not. And this is why I mentioned last week to have Philly, especially trading for Tobias Harris, who's going to be a free agent as well, which we'll talk about. It's really going to hurt them next year when they lose all these guys and they don't have all those draft picks that they were just trading away. So you definitely have to think about, you know, retaining him. I don't think Philadelphia will because you're still going to have Ben Simmons coming off his rookie contract soon. We'll have to pay him max. You already got Embiid paid at the max. You want Jimmy Butler and others paid at the max. So right now, Philadelphia is in win-now mode. I think Jimmy Butler will just, I don't know, I, I don't get a pick on him. You know, a lot of people say that, you know, he doesn't have the engine or the want. He's kind of a diva. Does he want to win championships? Is he in it for the money? I think, you know, just the, what I've heard and what I get a pick from him, I think, you know, he's going to chase the Bucks. And so I think, you know, I can see him going to Orlando. I think Orlando. Or, you know, if the Nuggets can free up some cap space, going to Denver. That'd be a nice little pickup for Denver with their young squad and up and coming in Denver. So uh, keep an eye on Jimmy Butler. Well, number five is obviously Clay Thompson. We talked about Clay Thompson a little bit with KD. Obviously, Clay Thompson it really interests me because he's going to want a max deal. But this is a type of dude that you cannot build your team around. Here's why: he's just a shooter. He's a good. He's a he's a good defender. He's probably the best three and D guy we have had in the history of the NBA. To be honest with you, especially when it comes to pure shooting, and then his defense is pretty good itself. He's probably the best in the business but he cannot create for himself and when you get a superstar to build around that first superstar has to be able to take over a game anytime anywhere any moment therefore clay thompson is not your guy so i you know if he doesn't stay in uh golden state i was thinking well new york would take a stab at him but if you only sign clay thompson and that's it and the max contract you're kind of binding yourself because you need two superstars you need another guy to fit with him another team that would intrigue me especially if KD did stay in Golden State would be LeBron who else better than LeBron to get the ball to Clay Thompson wide open because Clay Thompson he's the guy that can create and get guys to collapse and the one guy in the NBA that makes everybody collapse more than any other player is LeBron James but does Clay want to go there you don't know. I mean, he has ties there, obviously. You know, Michael Thompson played in L.A., you know, 80, in the 80s. You know, he's got ties there. Will he go? Uh, like I said, it's it's, it's going to be a domino effect with the free agents. I think the first domino that has to fall is KD for uh, Clay Thompson. Because like I said, I don't think Golden State can afford signing both to a max contract unless they somehow unload green you know, trade him away for some, for a couple pizzas, you know, and things like that, and nothing that they have to take back cap space-wise. So I think Clay Thompson, let's, I'm going to go ahead and say that KD will go to New York no matter what Kyrie does. So I think Clay Thompson will stay in Golden State. I think that's the best bet. So best bet for Clay Thompson is to stay. Carl Anthony Times is number six. 
And this is the type of player, like, I'm telling you what, like Minnesota, you know, they had lost out on Jimmy Butler. Uh, he's a restricted free agent. Therefore, it's 100% that he's going to stay in Minnesota. So let's move on. Uh, number seven is Przingis. Przingis was just traded to Dallas Mavericks. He is still um, rehabbing his knee from the torn ACL. He's going to stay in Dallas, but I think he's going to sign one of those one- or two-year contracts, probably a two-year contract with the player option because obviously I don't think Mark Cuban will sign him to a five-year max because you want to see what he can do on his knee. So I think he'll probably sign like maybe a two-year $30 million deal with the player option. So therefore, he can just opt out after one year. So he's 100% to stay in Dallas. Dallas would have not have traded for him to not even play for him one game. So he's definitely going to sign in with restricted. Don't match anything. DeMarcus Cousins is a very interesting one. DeMarcus Cousins just came back about 11 games ago from a torn ACL. That's a devastating injury, as we all know. But he has came back, and he has looked really good, fitting in really good with Golden State. This is so scary. Uh, what I said is, you know, when he first signed for Golden State, I thought it was a smart sign by both. You know, because he's not on a club where they have to depend on him to win. So there's no pressure. He can come back as slow as he wants. And even if he comes back and he's only half of the boogie, guess what? You're not, no pressure is going to be on him. No one's going to blame him if they lose because they got all the superstars that take the blame. With that said, he's looking great. And he is looking like he can get another max deal. Will he resign for Golden State? The only way he would sign for Golden State is if KD bolted in, maybe Clay Thompson bolted in. Golden State would actually have to re-sign him because they need to stay competitive. So I think it's a small chance he he signs for Golden State. <coughs> With that said, I would also say the LA Clippers would be another uh, match for him as well. Let's say Kawhi Leonard definitely goes to the LA Clippers, but KD stays put and Jimmy Butler goes somewhere else. I think a you know, Kawhi Leonard and DeMarcus Cousins would fit really well there in the L.A. Clipperland with Doc Rivers. But here's where I think he'll go. Because I look at the Knicks, and I look at all this room. They they did all these trades. They traded their unicorn away. They traded. They just cleared all kinds of cap space to sign three players. And I mentioned this in my earlier podcast, is that they'd done this before. A long time ago when they were trying to get uh, LeBron James and the Chris Boshes and the Dwayne Waynes of the world. And they struck out royally and they ended up with Amar Stoudemire and then they traded for Carmelo Anthony. I think it's going to happen again. I see it again. I Like I said, Kyrie's going to stay. KD might be a, a, a an option. I think they do have a good chance at KD, like I said. But I think they're going to end up with DeMarcus Cousins. I really do. I think they're going to end up striking out on the big, big ones, and they're going to have to sign somebody, and it'll be DeMarcus Cousins. And I think, you know, it'll, it'll fit nicely, but it's going to put them right in the middle of the muck where they're just a, you know, a playoff team that gets knocked out in the second round. They don't get a good draft pick, and they just stay, stay, stay. Now, if KD goes and you can get DeMarcus Cousins to go as well, that would actually be pretty good because you got some young pieces over there, you know, like Dennis Smith and, you know, their rookie where they can actually make some noise. But that's where DeMarcus Cousin goes. Uh, Halford, he can opt out of his deal. And uh, here's the only way I see him opt. He's staying with the Celtics. I can tell you that right now. Um, the only way he's going to opt out of his max deal is if it can help bring in another player like an AD 
or re-sign somebody. So it, if it gives the Celtics some uh, cap space where they can make a move to even make their team better, he'll do it. If not, if they just, you know, you know, trade for or they re-sign Kyrie and they trade for Anthony Davis, he'll probably just play out the contract and then re-sign for like maybe a three-year, $40 million deal the next year. So uh, Al Harford's going to stay. Kimba Walker. Now, we were talking about the Lakers. Where are the Lakers going to go after striking out on the uh, trade market? Now, obviously, with all their trades, they – Got enough cap space so they can almost sign two max players to play along with LeBron. With that said, this is my guy that I think is definitely going there in market 100%. Kimba Walker. This guy has been an underpaid superstar. He wants the big money. He's going to get the big money. So I see him definitely going to the Lakers. You know, so Kimba Walker, go ahead and lock him for the Lakers next year. LeBron's already kind of hinted it that he likes Kemba Walker. I think he would fit great out in L.A. Um, he's not a flashy superstar. So, I, you know, I think guys that work with LeBron well are guys that they don't need the spotlight. Kemba Walker is one of them. So LeBron can still have all the spotlight, and Kemba Walker will definitely fit with the Los Angeles Lakers. And that's where I think the Lakers will go, because I think the Lakers are going to strike out as – I think they're going to strike out in free agent overall. I think KD is not going to come. Kawhi is not going to come. Obviously, they're going to try again to uh, trade for Anthony Davis, but I don't think that will work. I think Anthony Davis is going to get traded to Boston. And right now, like I said earlier, the LA Lakers, they're wasting LeBron's last years, baby. He's going to be like Kobe. Lose, lose, lose. You know, you don't want, you don't want him being like Kobe. So Kemba Walker, go ahead and mark it. Chris Middleton is number 11 on my list of free agents to watch out for this offseason. Chris Middleton is, he, he's a beast. He's one of the best shooting guards in the league. And I can tell you right now, he's not going nowhere. It's one of the reasons why Milwaukee unloaded and got rid of Jabari Parker. It gives them the room to sign Chris Middleton to a max deal to fit with a Greek freak for many years to come. If Milwaukee actually let him go, if Milwaukee let Chris Middleton go, you know what would happen? You can say bye-bye Greek freak Giannis after his contract is over. You need Chris Middleton to stay with the Milwaukee Bucks, and the season they're having is just great. So Chris Middleton will stay. Now another Milwaukee Buck who I got uh, number 12 on my list is Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe, you know, he's been a kind of guy for the Bucks who he's so up and down. I think if you're the Bucks, you can let him go, especially if he is uh, wanting more money. I think Eric Bledsoe, you know, to me, you know, I know he had some great years earlier on, and he, he's a good scorer. But to me, I, I think when it comes to the playoffs, he was a different player. I thought he really was not a very good player in the playoffs especially like against the Celtics. I mean, he, he just got killed by Rozier. Uh, his game was off. He, he, he was, like His mental toughness wasn't there. I expect um, Milwaukee Bucks to kind of let him walk or they sign him for a contract that's more feasible to the team. Eric Bledsoe is the second option to the Lakers. Let's say Kimba Waka does not go 
to the Lakers, and you can see the Lakers signing Eric Bledsoe. But I think Eric Bledsoe is gone. Tobias Harris is the one that really intrigues me. He's number 13 on my list of free agents. He actually, earlier in this, this season or in the offseason, I believe it was, he turned down a five-year, $80 million deal to the Clippers. And you know what? With the season that he was having with the Clippers, him betting on himself, he won that bet. I think, obviously, his points are going to go down some for the... Uh, this for the Philadelphia 76ers, but I think what he did in the beginning of the season, showing what he could do, he made himself a lot of money. Tobias Harris, I think, will go to the New York Knicks. Like I said, I think the New York Knicks are going to strike out, so I think he'll go to the New York Knicks. Or even, like I said, if Jimmy Butler does walk, Philadelphia is going to have to do anything in their power to try to re-sign him because you can't lose that much starting and star power in one offseason and expect to keep competing against the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics in the future. If you're wondering why I didn't say Toronto Raptors, because Kawhi is going to walk, like I said, to the L.A. Clippers. So Toronto is going to be not much next year. Next on my list. So Tobias Harris, we can go ahead and I'm going to say he's going to go to New York. You can also see him going back to the Clippers too because he really enjoyed his time in the Clippers. And if the Clippers you know, get a Kawhi, you know, and get like a Jimmy Butler and can possibly fit. I don't, uh, Tobias Harris as well. They can't fill, get three max, but they can get, I think, two and a little bit more. They might be able to do that. Paul Millslap is number 14. Here's the interesting thing about him Nuggets are looking good, second in the West, like I predicted. A great young team. He's going to be 30, I think he's 35 next year. He's 34 now. Um, he has a team option of $30 million. Now, if you're the team, Obviously, if you can bring everybody back next year, um, you know, cap space wise, I don't think they got a lot of cap. Even if they release them, I don't think they're going to have cap space to resign to sign a uh, max player. I'm going to see if I can look it up and see what their uh, numbers look like on the uh, hoopshype.com. That's one of the websites I look at to look at salaries. You can see everybody's salary, every team's salary. It's one of my tricks that 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 I have. So let's look up Denver really quick. Denver next year, you know, they if they let him go, they could possibly sign a yeah, they can. They'll be 90. So they can sign someone for about a million dollars cuz they got the Joker, Jokic, he's signed for a max of 27 million. You got Gary Harris 17. Mason Plumley is 14. So if they can possibly be fine to take it for Mason Plumley, they can go ahead and decline the option on Paul Millslap and bring in a free agent like a Jimmy Butler, maybe like a Clay Thompson. So watch out for the Denver Nuggets. But I expect they're gonna kind of they're gonna wait till the last minute because if they feel they can't get anybody to come, they'll go ahead and let them. They'll they'll pick up the option so they'll stay. Obviously, Paul Millslap wants that to happen. Paul Millslap definitely wants. Uh, the Nuggets pick up that $30 million deal because at his age, if they don't, he'll probably either re-sign for like $10 million a year or he'll go ring chasing. So this is the guy to look out for. <coughs> Even if Golden State, we all know Golden State 100% is going to lose our DeMarcus Cousins. If Paul Millsap does not, his option does not get picked up from Denver, I guarantee you he will go to Golden State or he'll go to a team 
that he thinks he can win a championship too. So you never know. He might even go to like to a Boston. He might even go to Milwaukee. So I expect if Paul Millsap does not stay with the Nuggets and his team option ain't picked up, he will be moving on. He will go ring chasing. I think that's what he wants to do is win a championship. So he'll do what David West does and he'll sign a minimum deal or even a $5 million deal like Boogie Cousins to Golden Golden State. Maybe even the Clippers if they got their two superstars. Boston and maybe even Milwaukee. So Paul Millsap, I say he goes ring chasing next year. The, the last one is DeAndre Jordan. He was traded to New York. I think he's going back to Dallas next year. I think he will end up back in Dallas next year with Mark Cuban. Uh, obviously, he probably doesn't want to stay in New York. Now, if they bring in like a KD and someone else, he might. Uh, I think DeAndre Jordan, he, you know, his game does not really fit today's NBA. I mean, it fits the pick and roll action NBA, but it does not fit the the running and gun stretch five, stretch four that we got now. So I think he'll end up back in uh, Dallas next year, maybe on like a three-year, $40 million deal or something along the lines of a Marcus Smart of the Celtics got like, you know, four years, $60 million or something like that. So DeAndre Jordan. So that is our free agency future look of the NBA because that's what it seems like that's all we talk about in the NBA. We don't even talk about the games anymore. All we talk about is what these guys are going to do next year. And so we went over the 15 free agents and where they went are going. And this is what I said is going to happen. First off, we said KD. I really don't know. I think he probably will end up in New York, but it won't be with Kyrie. I think Kyrie will stay in Boston. Kawhi Leonard will go to the Clippers. Clay Thompson, I think he'll stay put. If, if KD stays in Golden State, I think that Clay Thompson will be gone. But we all know that he has to go somewhere where he is not the number one option because he is not the number one option. So it looks like to me, if you're a Lakers fan, you're going to have the same young cast and Kemba Walker with LeBron James. Now, as a Laker fan, is that good enough to beat the Golden State Warriors? Is that good enough to beat the Boston Celtics? Is that good enough to beat the Milwaukee Bucks or even the L.A. Clippers in your own town? Tell me that. Is L.A. Clippers going to take over L.A.? Is Jerry West really going to take over L.A. as the big brother, a little stab at his former team? You guys tell me. Tell me what you guys think. Is L.A. going to get the free agents? Like I said, I think they're going to get Kawhi. I really do. And I think that maybe Jimmy Butler might come along. You might even see DeMarcus Cousins and uh, Kawhi Leonard. There's a lot of options that can happen out there, guys. And be ready for it. It's going to be exciting. Well, that's pretty much of my show today. I think thank you guys for joining me. This is Game Point with Mr. Fundamental. My podcast, I do it on Facebook Live so you guys can that watch, you guys can uh, make comments. I didn't get too many comments today. Uh, you could check me out on Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and Spotify. I know all you guys got Spotify. I got Spotify. I'm not even technology. So when you're in your car, you can go on any of these, especially like Spotify. All you have to do is search Game Point with Mr. Fundamental. Boom. There will be my ugly face on your radio screen and you can play one of my podcasts every week we talk up-to-date sports and 
and things like that. Now, we did have one comment. Lolo said, did you address LeBron's injury concerns? And and I did. We were talking about Lolo, the playoffs, the Clippers at 33-27. and 27, Three games ahead of the Lakers with the Kings in between. And I said, the Lakers right now are in big trouble. Even though LeBron at 80% is still a top play three, top three player in the league, I don't think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs this year. So just as I predicted, this was a lost year for LeBron James. And since they did strike out on KD, I still think overall next year Magic will strike out in the free agency market. I think the free agent they will get will be Kimba Walker. So you can expect the Lakers with the pretty much the same young cast, LeBron James and Kimber Walker. So Mr. Fundamentals says that's going to happen. So go ahead, lock it, bet on it. But yeah, the Lakers are in big trouble. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers do fall a couple more games back that LeBron shuts it down because that's what these players do now. They just shut it down if they know they have no shot. And I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron did that. So I'll leave it at that. Like I said, please search me up on these podcasts, people. Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, Spotify. Give me some likes. Uh, you know, go ahead and let me know how I'm doing on my Facebook Live. But all you have to do on these uh, Spotify's and Stitchers and all this is search Game Point Mr. Fundamental. I know these podcasts last about 50 minutes to an hour, but. I know you guys drive a lot, so that's why if you have Spotify or you have Google Podcasts or Anchor in your apps, in your car, you search me up and you enjoy the ride, baby. Just enjoy me talking sports because we all are sports freaks out there. I'm a sports freak. You're a sports freak. We all are sports freaks. Thanks again for joining me today. I will be back next week. Like I said, I'm trying to do these on Monday about 1 p.m. Central. Thanks again. We will see you next time on Game Point with Mr. Fundamental. Let's get it.